And welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Stephen Sklansky. And I'm your co-host, Robert Sklansky. And uh, this week, um, I think all of our prized possessions are getting stolen. But why? I don't why know. would there's, anybody do that? There's someone so sneaky. Super sneaky. Do we need to form a, a neighborhood watch? Maybe. I mean, the guy was wearing sneakers. Yeah. Or sneaking. Sneaking. Yeah, yeah he was. <laughs> Goddamn sure old people. Was. Think they They're useless. Get away. Yeah. <laughs> think they could just do things, get away with it. Yeah. But yeah, have you ever had anything actually stolen? Um, yes, actually I have. Uh, I don't know if you were with us, but we had gone to an Admirals game and I left my CD player and Game Boy in the car and somebody broke into the car and took my CD player and Game Boy. Man, a bunch of savages in this town. It was in Milwaukee. Bunch of savages in that town. <laughs> well, it is Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah. All right. Have, what about you? Have you ever had anything uh, stolen? Uh, no. Oh, yes. Yes, we did have a cat burglar. So this is, okay. Like, did they burgle cats or? No, 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 no. So this was at my frat house. Yeah. And so I must have left my window open by my bedroom and my Blu-ray player from my, so my TV wasn't stolen. My gaming systems weren't stolen, but my Blu-ray player was stolen. And Out you know of all what, the things, yes, it is stolen. And you know what really sucks is I had disc one of my Rocky and Bullwinkle season Ooh. one box set in the player. Oh, gone. That sucks. Gone. And I, I was going to ask. Funny thing is, I, I still have that box set to this day without disc one in it. Uh, I was going to ask you if that Blu-ray player really tied the room together. (laughs) Yeah, it did, man. We loved watching movies in that place. So this week we are talking about season five, episode 11, Homer, the vigilante. No, he's he's not Batman. Have you ever seen (laughs) Homer Simpson and Batman in the same room together? I don't think so. So how do you know? Well, Homer really? can be Batman. Well, no, he's Pie Man. He is Pie Man. He is Pie Man. He's not Batman. Um, so <laughs> he he is a he is a horrible vigilante. Although Very maybe bad. not. I mean, yeah, he's no, he is. Vigilante. He's terrible. All right. So air date: the first episode of 1994, uh, January 6th of said year. So mm-hmm. uh, right after the new year, they kick it off with a bang. Yes, they do. So recap. Homer tries to unsuccessfully catch a thief until they learn from Grandpa the nemesis is an old man. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> With a twist. With a twist. All right. So we don't get a real good intro this week, but we do get a chalkboard no. gag. And this week, uh, Bart is writing, I am not authorized to fire substitute teachers. Well, that's I, a shame. Why not? I don't think he's authorized to fire anyone. Let alone oh. substitute teachers. <laughs> Probably well, not. No, he's he's definitely he's definitely authorized to fire fire the lunch lady. He, Is he? I, I don't know. He makes the nurse cry. So he makes everybody cry. He does. Yeah, Bart was. <laughs> so was it Mister Bert Boogerstrom again? 
No, that was Lisa's class, I that guess. That was Lisa's. We haven't seen, uh, I don't think we've actually seen a substitute teacher for Bart's class yet. No, not yet. I think it was, well, uh, in the future, it's Flanders. Flanders is a substitute teacher. Spoiler alert. No, we don't have to do These episodes are over <laughs> no. 20 years old. Dude. We, the spoiler <laughs> alerts are no longer a thing. No, when was Ned Flanders the substitute? Wasn't the one where the teachers went on strike? But I guess I don't know if that's considered being yeah, a substitute. Yeah, that's a... Yeah, but that's a future episode, so spoiler alert. No, and this the statute of limitations <laughs> on the spoiler alerts are 20 years. If you don't see it within 20 years, screw you. Wow. That's right. All right, so the couch gag this week. Take three of the clapboard couch gag from the Homer, Homer, Homer's, Homer's Barbershop Quartet. Yep, and... This one is when the Simpsons run in and explode on contact with Maggie's yep. pacifier falling into the blackened crater. Yeah. That's was a that, good one. Was that the better of the three take? Well, okay, so we've done... That was take, the last one. Yeah, so we've done take one. We did take two. Or no, take three. No, take we haven't two, done take two. Was it take two, the one where they all mesh into a blob? Yes. So that one was horrible. That one had to be cut, yeah. from, the, cut from the yeah. couch gags. Yes. Yes, it did. This is a good one. It's, it's a good couch gag. I like it. I like it. Yeah. So we start the episode. It's nighttime in Springfield. Everybody's sleeping. Uh, and but you see a, a, a shadowy figure outside lurking around. And uh, the this figure goes up uh, to the Simpsons house. <laughs> he opens up a kit that Locks, for his lock picking kit, lock, pick, lock picking kit so yeah five times fast however he doesn't need it because homer left his keys in the front door and the keychain on said keychain reads homer homer yeah well that's why i said it's homer's keychain yeah yeah so uh so he didn't need the 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 lock picking items <laughs> no. take a um and so he opens uh this person opens the door and santa's little helper growls at the burglar because you know like a good dog um, but, uh, the burglar gives him sausage links and that distracts the dog, which let's be fair. I mean, dogs will eat anything. That's pretty. Okay. So isn't the trope usually for burglars, like a steak? Yes. Usually. I think it's usually a steak. I, I think that would have fit better, but I kind of like the sausage. Links. I, I like the sausage links. Um, now if somebody broke into your home and you're, I mean, I'm sure my your dog, dog would, would bark. say, fuck you and attack him. Would he attack him? Oh Yes. My dog. He doesn't attack. He doesn't attack me. Well, he knows you, dude. He yeah, attacked. He, he attacked the locksmith that came to our house to change our locks <laughs> when we moved in. And the, the okay, so that was our locksmith's fault. He's like, "Oh, that's fine. You can let your dog out. I like dogs. I'm like you wouldn't like him if I do that." And he's like, "No, no, no. It's fine." And then I did it. And then Bob like almost bit him. So wow. yeah, my dog does uh, not like people he does not know. Well, when I first met Bobby, he didn't attack me. Yeah, you have the smell of someone who's non-threatening. Probably. I'm not, I'm not, I'm very non-threatening. You're not wrong. Um, so now Homer is sleepwalking through the house and he also gets sausage links, which, I mean, come on, that distracts Homer. I mean. I was surprised uh, he didn't say like, mm, sausage, sausage links. Well, he was asleep. So what does he know what it is? Oh, well, he smells it. Why would he? Why would he bite at it if he didn't smell it? <laughs> That's true. Um, so now we see the burglar sneaking around the house, and the first item he steals is Lisa's saxophone, which she sleeps with. 
which I, I don't think I've ever liked an instrument or any, like the only thing I ever really slept with growing up was my stuffed animals. Yeah. So uh, this is, I mean, I guess that's her prized possession as we later find out. Um, and he removes said saxophone and replaces it with one of those noisemakers that you like get at like New Year's or birthdays. Yeah. Or birthdays, those things. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if that's a great swap because of the, the, the weight of the saxophone and the, the different noise. Yeah. I mean, like, Lisa I, I, was blowing in her sax and that has yeah. a certain noise. And just like most people sleeping, like uh, if they use fans or ocean noises to fall asleep, stuff like yes. that, it's kind of like a, a noise that you will fall asleep to. But I feel like once she blows that stupid <laughs> noisemaker, that She's gonna would shoot up. you right up. And the other thing, too, is I'm sure the rest of the house is used to her blowing in her saxophone. But if you hear that noisemaker, unless you're really, really deep sleeper, which they all could be. But at least one of you have to figure the odds are one of those people in that house is not a heavy sleeper. And they'd wake up and, uh, you know, they would realize something is wrong. Well, I'd say it would definitely wouldn't be Homer because he no. was sleeping through a sideshow Bob uh, tying up. Because <laughs> yes, Lisa yes. thought he was drugged yeah. he's just truly asleep. <laughs> yeah. So now the burglar, after stealing Lisa's saxophone, goes to Bart's room, who is sleeping with a portable TV. And he steals that and replaces the TV with a book titled Coping with Loss. How <laughs> ironic. Now, see, that's a good swap. That book yeah. was pretty big. I mean, it was about yeah. the size of that 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 portable TV. Now, yeah, that portable TV was like a, what, 13-incher? Yeah, I mean, I... I, I'm actually, not, I'm kind of surprised that it wasn't a Krusty the Crown, Clown brand TV. portable TV. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds like it was Homer's, as yeah. we l- l- later learn, because Homer's yep. very upset by it. And then finally, he goes into Marge and Homer's room, and he takes Marge's pearls, pearl necklace off, which <laughs> I, I, after every pearl, there's a popping noise, which I don't know if that would actually happen. Um, and there's a little indents on Marge's neck because she always wears a necklace. Now, here's my problem with that is if you're wearing a necklace, it's all around you. Now, it looked like she was sleeping on her back. Was that, Am um, I wrong? Or, uh, maybe on her side. I mean, if she was on her side, but like you have to unclasp it and you clasps are very hard to undo. No, he's a cat burglar, though. He's good at it. Um, so I feel like Marge would feel that getting taken off of her person. Well, with the popping, I mean, so like, I mean, it's funny, like even like my wedding ring, like you you move it up and there's a, you could see a ring dent in it. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, the, the dent thing I think is, I mean, it wouldn't make a popping noise, but but it like having an indent, especially like a, that thing must've been like a choker on her. Like she must've liked that thing pretty damn tight. Yeah. So now we see the burglar, you know, walk past a sleeping Homer and uh, Santa's little helper. Because, yep. you know, they're, they're they're extra tired from eating their, their sausage links. And we get to the next morning and Bart and Lisa wake up to uh, tell Homer they've uh, they've been robbed. Yeah, Lisa's like, wake up, Dad, wake up. There was a burglar and he took my saxophone. Woohoo! And our port, Bart comes in, and our portable TV. Don't. Oh. <laughs> and then Marge yeah. walks in and my necklace. Eh, that's no big loss. Homer, that <laughs> necklace was a priceless Bouvier heirloom. Oh, you probably have a whole drawer full of them. And then Marge opens up a drawer and pulls out a big ball of identical necklaces. <laughs> well, uh, yes, now, I do. But they're all heirlooms, too. 
Now, now here's my question. So <laughs> when you think of the word heirloom, you usually think of like a specific item. Now, the whole ball of necklace could be an heirloom, but I feel like that's a little a little over the top. And yeah. I, I like the joke that, oh, you you have more of those. It's fine. Yeah, you're still heirloom. I don't I don't think Marge understands what the word heirloom means. No, unless they were all maybe okay. So an heirloom is usually like a family owned thing, like a ring from your grandma, necklace, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe like because she said it was a Bouvier heirloom, maybe the Bouvier family all had matching necklaces Necklace. over like, you know, maybe since like the mid 1800s or something crazy. Yeah. And after they died, they kept piling them up because they had no one to give them to. It's possible. Or they only had like one person to give them to. <laughs> yeah. And it turned into a big giant ball. Now, I would be surprised at that point to see why Patty and Selma wouldn't have, have, have yeah if marge wasn't what makes marge so special <laughs> that she gets all the family heirlooms i don't know so but that was a great gag that she's like because like there's a there's an episode in was it season three or four where like she's like spraying her hair down and she's got like a bunch of cans <laughs> boy what so she has a drawer full of necklaces and a drawer full of hair dye yeah um, so, uh, yeah. So, and then Bart's like, my stamp collection was taken as well. And the whole family just look at him. Lisa's like, you had a stamp collection? And he's like, what? And then the phone rings and it's Nelson. They go, ha ha. Like a stamp collection. A stamp collection. <laughs> I, it's like, it's, it's very interesting that Lisa would laugh at Bart over a stamp collection. But that's but the funny thing is, I wish we would have seen the burglar steal that instead of the TV. Yeah. I think yeah. it would have been better if the cat burglar stole the TV from Homer's arms. Yeah. And like if Homer was like carrying it and he like switched it out for the sausage. Yes. And then and then Bart was cuddling with the stamp collection and he replaces it with a book. Yeah. I feel like they just kind of missed something there. I don't I don't know like yeah, I don't know, but um, I'm surprised Bart would have a stamp collection. Well, I mean, even the most, uh, you know, mannish guys have a heavy, you know. Um, like, I'm not making fun of Bart for having the stamp collection. It's a hobby and it's a dangerous or it's a not dangerous hobby. I almost said it's a dangerous hobby. No, no, no. I guess you can. Funko you can Pops get... <laughs> are a dangerous hobby. They, they, yeah, we're not going to get into that. <laughs> Nope. Matt, Let's move on in the now, episode. Now, nope, Matt, nope. No. Matt, no. Nope, if, someone, nope. if a cat burglar came in and oh. stole my Funko Pop collection, oh, oh there'd no. be hell to pay. Yeah, but you could get a replace. Well, you could get some of it replaced through insurance. Yeah, I should. That's why I catalog them because now yep. I now I know every single one that I got. Yeah, uh, there was uh, there was actually a story since you brought up Funko Pops. Uh, there was a story about five years ago, I want to say, where a woman. I think it was a woman, her apartment burned down and she lost all these Funko Pops and Funko replaced like 90% of them. Well, if you get your hands on them. Yeah. No, yeah. like Funko like sent her new pops to replace the ones she lost. Yeah, that's awesome. I guess I might have to yeah. call him if that ever happens. Yeah. Um, so Lisa says Bart's pain is funny, but hers is uh, sad. Uh, sad because her sex was one her one creative outlet. I don't know if that's true. She writes. Um, does she though? Not yet. 
I don't know. I know she has a yeah. diary because Bart reads it at yeah. some point. I don't know yeah. if we've seen that yet. Well, we think. well, I mean, we saw her write that essay for Mr. Lisa Goes to Washington. Yeah. I mean, I guess she could have a few other creative creative yeah. outlets. So the burglar, like, so Bart goes over the, co- uh, like, not a coffee table, like an end table. Yeah. He's like, hey, the bur- burglar left a calling card, which reads, you have been robbed by the Springfield Cat Burglar, established in 1957. Aw, there's a black cat on the card. How cute. <laughs> Marge. Yeah, that's like a literal calling card. Yeah, I mean, I now, 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 if they live well, now, granted, this is '94, and he was probably wearing gloves. But you have to imagine he, the cat burglar, would have probably handled those cards without gloves. So I'm, I'm now, granted, they probably contaminated with their own fingerprints. But you could have probably taken it to the police station and had it fingerprint analyzed. Uh-huh, sure, Chief Wiggum would definitely be able to accomplish that. <laughs> no, he would not. He can't even he can't even use a scent dog, right? Yeah, but I mean a lot of cat burglars back in the day used to leave calling cards. Well, even I mean a lot I mean there's always like like there's always a pattern of to what, you know, even murderers or burglars or you know what you know bad people do. They have their own like calling card, but not a literal one. Like the like the wet bandits who uh, stuffed stuffed the sink full of a, like a sock or something and flooded the yeah. house. Exactly. <laughs> oh, the wet bandits. That was okay. Of all the calling cards, that's definitely the worst. Yeah. All right. So uh, Ned comes over and Flanders says, "Hi, Leo, neighborinos. Can't talk. Robbed. Go hell." <laughs> was he just was he just lazy? Did he mean to say go to hell? Or yes. Yes, he probably. So... But he was. But he was. But he was so preoccupied with getting robbed that you know it's that office episode where uh, the the bigger guy is like, why use a uh, few words? Why use many words when few words do good? <laughs> Can't and, talk, Rob. Go hell. Yeah. And so Flanders is. You folks got robbed too. The burglar took my uh, shroud of Turin beach towels. And if you guys know what the shroud of Turin is, wasn't that the the clothes or something that Jesus wore on the cross. Something like, like that. that's, that's what the shroud of Turin is. I think that's what it, what it is. I'm not, I'm not yeah. a Christian. So if you Christian listeners out there know, uh, tell me if I'm right or wrong, but I feel like that's, yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. And so, uh, Lisa's like, we are insured. Aren't we mom? <laughs> Martin's like, Homer. Well, God. you skipped a, you skipped over the other people getting robbed. Oh, yes. There were some other people getting robbed, weren't there? Yeah. Uh, so, so we see Skinner was robbed of his Stormin' Norman commem- commemorative plates again. Com- commemorative? Commemorative plates. <laughs> again? Again. <laughs> so he got them stolen, and re- they recovered them, and then they were stolen again. Was it by the same cat burglar? I feel like it might have been. Because, I mean, they're, they're, well, I guess, well, Malloy's definitely older. But, you know, Skinner's mom isn't, so yeah. maybe he stole him from Skinner's mom or something when Ned, or when uh, he was, like, a little kid, and yeah. then they were stolen again. <laughs> maybe. Yep. And so Barney wakes up naked in his empty apartment. He's like, I feel like I had more stuff than this. <laughs> oh, he did, because it was filthy. He had a couch. He had, he had that, like, uh, that spool coffee table thingy. Yeah. Like, uh... Oh my yeah. God! Who would steal Barney's clothes? Or do you think he actually 
He woke up naked because he was drunk and naked? Or do you think the Capricorn actually stole his clothes? No, I think he was just, he fell asleep naked. Okay. <laughs> oh, poor Barney. He didn't have much. Yep. He had stuff, no. but not much. No. Okay, so now now Lisa's like, you cut back to the Simpsons house, Lisa's like, we aren't insured, are we, Mom? <laughs> and Marge's <laughs> like, Homer, tell your child what you bought when I sent you to town to get some insurance. Curse you, magic beans. Oh, stop blaming the beans. <laughs> like, if you guys don't know the Jack and the Beanstalk story, uh, the farmer Go look says, it up. Yes, or... The farmer sends Jack into town to buy a cow, and it comes yeah. back with magic beans. And then you'll—I'm not going to spoil the rest of the story. You can go look into it. <laughs> All right. So uh, Homer calls the police to tell them they've been robbed. Which, which is smart. Which Wiggum was like, eh. You know, he's like, oh, another one. But <laughs> another fun fact: uh, there are still pictures of Mrs. Bo- yes. Ms. Botts and Fat Tony still hanging on the bulletin board at the police station. So yep. I do like the continuity there. Yeah. They haven't caught him yet, so their posters are still on the back wall. Yep. And so uh, Wiggum's like, oh, we got another one. Simpsons house, 723 Evergreen Terrace. So the Simpsons moved again. Yeah. Or the town of Springfield moved again, as we mentioned last episode. <laughs> and Homer or, got a new address. Or uh, Wiggum mispronounced the address. I mean, 742, so he's close he's got some of the numbers right he got the street right yeah he's like well there doesn't seem to be a pattern (laughs) but if we move this here and this here and this over here and well hello this appears to be an arrow and then lou or was it lou no lou eddie eddie was it eddie Eddie? Eddie or lou i think it was lou's like it's pointing right at the police station Run away! <laughs> oh my god, I, folks! That's not how you determine a crime pattern by no, taking an arrow, arrow. No, but I do think it's funny that it was pointing right at the police station. That is pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, oh, that's good. Uh, so the, we get a uh, one of those spinning newspaper things in Springfield Chopper headline: Cat burglar strikes fifteen homes. And then I love the sub headline <laughs> man marries woman in wedding ceremony. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, that's great. If you can't beat them, join them. I don't know. What? I, I don't know. What? <laughs> uh, but 15 homes. I mean, that's... there seemed to be more than 15 pins on that board. Yeah. There seemed to be a lot, or maybe it was that day. Cause I don't know. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, though. So Ken Brockman, we get his uh, new segment here. When cat yep. burglaries start, can mass murders be far behind? <laughs> this reporter isn't saying that this that the burglar is inhuman monster, like the Wolfman. Inhumane it, person. Oh, no, inhuman say, monster. Isn't it? Like I, I heard inhuman. No, no, no. He said he's oh. saying he's like that burglar is an inhuman monster, like the Wolfman. Uh, but he very well could be. Could be. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, he could be the he could be the Wolfman, but he's not. Could be, you know. <laughs> but, but I love this next part. So, so has 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 any of your uh, news anchors, uh, you know, thought that after burglaries, mass murder could be next? No, 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 no. Okay, <laughs> Kent is a terrible news anchor. 
Uh, I don't think he's a news anchor. I think he's just like one of those opinion people. He must be a Fox News reporter. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna you're gonna say what happened next. Yes. So Kent, yeah, Kent asked the pro- a professor who's just apparently in the studio uh, if everyone should start panicking. Mm, yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, no. No need to panic. Panic uh, only makes things worse. It does, but if your police force is as good as Springfield's, maybe panicking's a good idea. <laughs> maybe. Uh, so I like how Wiggum says they found the burglar's handkerchief at the scene. So he's doing a press conference. Sorry, setting yeah. up. Doing a press conference, and he found the ha- found the handkerchief, which, man, Malloy's uh, getting uh, bad in his old age. <laughs> yeah. Because he's old. And he's like, we're going to use this to track the burglar. It's like, man, it's hot in here. He wipes his forehead, wipes, wipes his pits. And then he's like, smell, he smells, has, this, has the dog smell the handkerchief. And it attacks Wiggum. It's like, ow, my jugular. <laughs> and so, oh. uh, so next up, Professor Frink uh, decides to design a house that can run away when it detects yep. theft. Yep. And uh, so it runs off, breaks, yep. catches fire. And the little model model people fall out burning. It's like, um, the real people won't burn as quickly. Won't burn yeah. as quickly. Well, yeah, then you have time to stop, drop, and roll. Oh, good. That's good. Yeah. And and so now we get uh, Bart walking through the neighborhood. And I like how as he walks by each one, all yeah. the houses start putting up all their securities and lasers. And I like how Bart hucks a rock at one of the houses and it blasts it away. And then yep. the next house gets up and runs down the street and, and tri- <laughs> malfunctions and starts burning. Why did they put that into production? Um, because fire. I guess that your I house is, it's better for your house to get uh, catch on fire than get robbed. <laughs> Apparently, so uh, so after Bert, you know, is throwing rocks at the one house that has the lasers, other citizens show th- uh, show up and throw you know things at the house. And as that's happening, Jasper happens to be walking by and he's shot in the head with one of the lasers. And he goes, I'm cured of my cataracts. I can see. And then he gets hit with another laser and he goes blind. <laughs> he's like, well, so if you win some, you lose some. So so I'm not saying this is a future prediction, but laser eye surgery? I, when did, I, when I did laser eye surgery happen? Uh, I feel like it was a thing. Thing, but it was expensive. Um, uh, let's see. So I'm just looking it up here. Yeah. LASIK. Uh, oh, actually. So LASIK origins are found uh, found in a crude procedure to reshape the corneas in the 1940s. So not a future prediction. No, they've been doing laser eye, eye, eye stuff for a while. Yeah, but it's it, now. But, nowadays, okay, it's but a here, lot here, easier. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So. So quick, quick history. So it was act LASIK was actually approved by the FDA in 1999. Yeah, approved. It doesn't. I mean, the, I mean, it's it was still a thing before. Yes, that. it was still a thing, but I don't think it was. Could Safe. doctors? Yeah, well, scientists could do it because according yeah. to the, I'm just reading like briefly reading the history, and it looks like a lot of scientists did it, and like ophthalmologists did it. But it really wasn't like an actual doctor procedure no. until 1999 when the FDA approved it. So, okay. 
I wouldn't call this a future prediction, but even though you learn yeah. something new every day. Yeah. So now we cut to Abe, who's sleeping, and he's awoken, and he thinks it's the cat burglar. Um, and he's like, <laughs> please don't murder me. And uh, it's just Malloy. He wants the ointment. And uh, Abe tells him not to, like, get it all crusty at the top or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so was it was Malloy actually sneaking in to steal the ointment? Yeah. And, well, maybe. I don't know. Or was he sneaking in to steal something of Abe's and Abe woke up and he was like, oh, I'll just be here for the ointment. I don't think he stole anything from the old people. No, I guess that'd be kind of tough to do because if you walked yeah. by Malloy's, you know, room and saw it or something, it'd be kind of... Kind of yeah. difficult. Yeah. So uh, so then we cut to the Quickie Mart where Apu has put up a sign that says, we're never open, which <laughs> I, I, I don't know. That, that's kind of weird. Um, and some guy stops at the Quickie Mart because, you know, he wants to buy some. And Apu uh, snipes him. <laughs> well, he doesn't yeah. hit him, but he, but he shoots at him. And he's like, thank you for coming. I will see you in hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, what's like, I don't know. I don't know. Look, 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 The quickie bar has been robbed. How many times already? Yeah. I I don't think this would be uh, over it. Yeah. This is, that was kind of just a weird segue. Um, so now we're back at the Simpsons house and Homer has uh, new rules and he's like, he's like, be home before dark. Make sure you aren't, uh, make sure you aren't followed. Lock all doors and windows. And then Marge is like, and remember, don't take candy from strangers. Marge, they're only human. Human. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, they are. Well, you know, it's fun. You know, it's really funny. Growing up, we were always like told not to talk to strangers. Don't take candy from strangers. You know, like stay away from stranger and like stranger, stranger, danger, stranger. stranger. <laughs> but like, I never really like was ever in that position as a kid. Yeah, I mean, Racine, I, I mean, for all intents and purposes, wasn't a big city. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, we had our bad part of town like every other city, but yeah. even our bad part of town wasn't like... Oh, it's pretty bad. I mean, it was, but I mean, I guess we never felt like we were in also, danger I, of kidnap, being kidnapped or anything. Well, I also felt too, I think... Although it was the 90s. Also, it was the 90s. Yeah. 80s and 90s, so we could get dropped off at a mall and... You know, yeah. or walk home from school for like, you know, 10 miles yeah. and be perfect. I mean, I, I walked home from a high school a couple times, um, which wasn't fun, but I did I think it. I only and... did it once and it pissed me off. And <laughs> mom and dad actually let me bike to high school. Uh, so it was actually a lot better to. I can't remember. Well, I think I think uh, both times I had missed the bus. So I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to walk home. Okay, yeah. Whatever. Um, so, uh, Lisa, uh, then questions the new rules. Cause she's like, well, I've already lost the one thing that matters to me. Wow. Way to think of the family, Lisa. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> God. And Homer is like, quit your whining. I already bought you a new instrument and it's a, like a jug. And so <laughs> a hillbilly so, jug, a hillbilly jug. So Lisa starts play is it playing the jug like is that a real term it must like, be yeah I'd like do you play a play a jug i mean I, she's like whistling into it no, and no, homer starts not, no, just blowing have you ever blown into like a bottle or anything it yeah makes the same yeah noise. yeah so then homer starts to dance and lisa you know not being happy with the jug stops blowing into it lisa, and homer's like stop in the middle of a hoedown, <laughs> <of> a hoedown. <laughs> that's right 
You never stop playing in the middle of a hoedown. So Lisa, you know, starts crying and Homer's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize how, how much that sex meant to you. I'll get it back. And uh, he's like, I don't know how, but I'll figure something <laughs> out. And so Lisa's like, oh, thanks, dad. And Homer's like, you know, Lisa, music helps me think. So Lisa starts blowing into the jug and Homer's like, thinks he's dancing and thinking at the same time, just dancing back and forth. Oh God, that's great. So now we get another headline, uh, burglar strikes again. And uh, sub headline is nothing safe. And the paper is taken by the cat burglar who leaves his card. Yep. Which I thought was great. That is fantastic. Okay. Where did he steal it from? Like just someone's porch? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> it was just a spinning headline. That's the joke. Oh, okay. That, that's the joke. Um, so now we go to Ned's house, who he decided to invite his neighborhood, the, the neighbors over to uh, talk about how the police aren't helping. Yep. And uh, there is a sign uh, by his bar that reads, seven days without a drink makes me weak. Like weak, like what? what kind of weak? I don't know. I feel like this is not a sign Ned would have in his house. I feel like this is a sign for like alcoholics. Yeah, that's I was trying to get the joke of that. And I'm like, how does it make me weak? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But Ned's like, now. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Go ahead. You can go. Yeah. Okay. So Ned, you know, suggests, hey, we should form a neighborhood watch, which is a good idea. You know, band the neighbors together to make sure, you know, watch each other's back. And he's like, well, who should lead? Yep. And like, everyone's crowd's like, you. And again, <laughs> crowd's like, yay, Flanders, Flanders, Flanders. He's like, I really don't have very much experience, but I'll be. And then most, most <laughs> like someone else. And the crowd's like, yay, someone else, someone else, someone else. And Homer's <laughs> like, I'm someone else. He's right. That was Lenny. <laughs> but he's like, he's right. He is someone else. Homer. Homer and Homer is like, yeah, we need a doer, not a thinker, someone who will act without considering the consequences. <laughs> yes, oh, that that's that's like Homer. Yeah. Oh my God. And so the crowd cheers for Homer. And so the new neighborhood watch is Barney, the sea captain, Skinner, Mo, Apu, and Otto. And then Abe comes in. He's like, I want to join. I'm full of piss and vinegar. But at first, I was only full of vinegar. I thought, dude, that is fantastic. Because I thought Abe, you know, he comes in, he's like, I'm filled with piss and vinegar. And I honestly, to God, thought he was going to say, but at first, I was filled with only piss. (laughs) No, Because that would have made, that would have made more sense. But no, only vinegar. So that is, that is great. I love that line. Yeah, but Homer's like, oh, dad. You've done a lot of great things, but you're a very old man now, and old people are useless. <laughs> uh, that's so good. And yeah. he says, he, and he's like, well, I chased the Irish out of Springfield Village in, in Ot 4. I'm so, assuming like 1904? 1904, yeah, probably. <laughs> and then there's a random Irish guy who's like, and you did a fine job. <laughs> uh, yeah, because he's the only Irish guy left in Springfield. <laughs> Yep, and then Homer reiterates that he's that he's too old and that he's useless, and then he's like, "See," and he starts tickling him. Yeah, <laughs> like you would a baby. Like you would a baby. 
And Abe tells Homer to stop. And it's a form of abuse. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, my uh, God. That's so awesome. I like it. Yeah. Um, but then, so Homer, we see Homer, Skinner, Sea Captain, and Mo all have shotguns. <laughs> which I think, didn't I? Okay, this had to have been like season two or something where I'm like, where did the, why did the Simpsons have guns? Or I don't know. Well, the last episode, well, the last episode, Homer had a shotgun. Yeah. No, but I'm saying like, this is like two, season two, but now it's yeah. like season five and apparently Simpsons are gun owners. Something like that. Yeah. And so <laughs> I like how Mo accidentally shoots off his gun while Homer's trying to say that they're responsible adults. <laughs> and then they all shoot off their guns. <laughs> And apparently Bart has a gun. Like <laughs> and he I, shoots that and he shoots his off. Yeah, I yeah. feel like Marge needs to uh take the guns away. Yes. Or or just kick him out of the house. Just yeah. kick him out of the house. And yeah. so uh they're at where where are they? They're at Moe's. At, they're at Moe's, yeah. Now they go to Moe's. Yep, and Homer's like, okay. We've got the secret hand, vigilante handshake, and it's just them like, underneath, like handshaking underneath Be- between their, their legs. legs. Yeah. Oh my god! It's like now Great. we need code names. Well, that's the but here's the thing. That's the only part of the handshake we saw. Maybe there's more to it. Oh, I would have loved to see the whole handshake if there was more than that. Yeah. That well, they didn't have time. Right. Yeah, they didn't have time. Well, what do you mean they didn't have time? They only did half an intro. <laughs> they had so much more time. Yeah. Uh, but then Homer's like, now we need code names. I'll be Q-Ball because of his bald head. Skinner yeah. can be 8-Ball. Barney will be 12-Ball. And, well, you can be Q-Ball. <laughs> Mo's like, you're an idiot. An idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know what the deal with the pool terms are. Because but... <laughs> they were at Moe's. And he and he looked at the pool table. Oh, did he actually? Yeah, he, okay, I didn't notice he yeah. looked at the pool table. I'm pretty sure he like looked at the pool because I think you see the pool table in a shot. And then okay. he's like, "Oh, I'll be cue ball. Skinner will be eight ball. Barney will be twelve ball." And then he forgot that he called himself cue ball, which is why Mo <laughs> called him an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, it's so funny. Uh, and also, I think I think Marge did take away the guns. Okay, good. Uh, so the because guy... of the next scene. Yep. So now the guys go to Herman's military antiques to get weapons. Um, yep. And uh, Herman asks if they're going to a <laughs> wedding. And Homer's like, nope, we're going to be forming a vigilante group. And so obviously the next the next scene, Herman's like, well, if you're going to be a vigilante, you got to have an A-bomb or a miniature, <laughs> a version, miniature. Of, <laughs> version of an A-bomb. And uh, now this is, pro- I think, going to be the last time we see uh, him try to sell anyone this A-bomb. Probably. I feel. Because um, he's already tried selling it at his shop. He's yep. tried selling it at the swap meet. And now yep. it's just hanging out in the back of his uh, his shop. shop. And uh, so Homer imagines himself dropping the bombs on hippies. And this is an awesome parody. I love this parody mm. of him riding the bomb from uh, Dr. Strangelove. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. Where he's just jumping on the bomb and it comes yeah. loose and he starts yeah. falling. He's like, whee! And then I love how they cut back and Herman's like, he points at the sign that says, do, do not, not ride the bomb. Ride the bomb. <laughs> because of me, there's a warning. You can't say bomb on an airplane. <laughs> yeah. And so now we get cut back to uh, Homer addressing the neighborhood watch group. He's like, okay, man, it's time to clean up this town. And he's like, meaning what exactly? You know, push people around, make ourselves feel big. 
And I do love the, the outfits everyone's wearing. Yeah. The Homer's in his jungle explorer outfit from the Victorian yep. era. Skinner's yep. in, a, in his green beret uniform. So that's fitting. Yeah. Apu's. Okay. This might not fly today, but he's I don't in, know. He's in an Indian army uniform based on styles from the 1800s. Now, here's the thing. Apu is Indian. He is. So I guess, I guess that's it allowed. might, it might not be right. It could be considered racist by today's standards, but also it might not be. I, I don't know. This one is a gray area to me, I think. Yeah, and Barney uh, is in a fast food-based uniform. <laughs> and Moe is in a Boy Scout uniform topped with a Kaiser German helmet, which I'm assuming he got from, from Herman's Antique Shop. Yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, so, oh my uh, God, this is awesome. So Bart wants, Homer wants, or Bart wants Homer to use his megaphone. <laughs> it's not just any head, uh, megaphone. It's a Ratmaster 2000. <laughs> Didn't, don't you remember the they there was like a, a toy megaphone on the market in the nineties that, that had music, like yeah that play yeah because I think our neighbors had one oh really yeah I that I, think, I don't remember but no, no I no, think I, Phil had one oh really that's yeah. awesome <laughs> oh and so so is now is this I I wonder if this is a future prediction because was was this a thing in ninety four ninety three Let's see. Rapping like, megaphone. Well, not a rapping megaphone, but a megaphone that plays music. Oh, uh, let's see here. So, uh, yeah, there are portable megaphones, but I just don't know when it, like, came out. Yeah, I don't there, There's I don't a vintage know. Radio Shack Powerhorn Megaphone Bullhorn musical on eBay. Yeah. I just... I just Let's see. There is a rapper holding one. Mike Ellison. Okay. I don't I guess. So oh. for our viewers, if you know when this thing came out, if this is like 80s or early 90s, I, I just, I don't know. Like, yeah. like megaphone toys were kind of a thing. I remember when I was in like late elementary, early middle. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, if you guys know, let us know. But yeah. uh, so Homer starts, you know, telling people to, you know, go inside and and uh, behave or whatever. And, yeah. But instead of staying put, all the townsfellows start following Homer <laughs> and dancing to the megaphone music. <laughs> um, and then uh, the group comes across a guy playing a saxophone <laughs> and uh, they start chasing after him because Homer thinks, you know, the sax was Lisa's. Like, well, I don't, I don't know if he said, I don't think he says that because they ask him, it, but I mean, no, he's... well, no. Cause they ask him where he got the saxophone and the guy says Sears. Well, so yeah, then they start chasing he, him. Yeah. Cause Homer thought he was lying. He thought it was Lisa's sax. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, why would they chase the guy? Because they're a vigilante group and they're <laughs> morons. Maybe. But as they're chasing the guy, they see some uh, Elbardo graffiti on the building. So that's Well, we cool. see it. I don't know if they see it. No, we see it. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's more of an audience gag than a yes. you know, vigilante ga- gang uh, gag. So Homer yes. uh, tells the guy uh, not to leave. Uh, not to burn leaves without a permit. <laughs> yeah, they go to some guy's house like, and they're like, but I do have a permit. <laughs> Too late. Yeah, because Homer, like, messes with the fire and, like, the dude's house catches on fire. <laughs> you see him take the hose out to get the fire off. The... I feel like uh, I feel like that, that house is going to probably get destroyed because that fire is sitting up there for, like, 30 seconds. Maybe. I mean, it might yeah. be a little scorched, but probably not burned yeah. down. 
So, uh, so then the vigilante group uh, comes upon Jimbo for some reason spray painting the word carpe diem of all <laughs> phrases onto a building. And uh, like, you better have a good reason for doing that, boy. It makes me feel like a big man. Let me check my reason list. And he pulls out a notebook. Nah. Yep, it's on there. And then Jimbo's like, hey, you're that drunken posse. Wow, can I join you? I don't know. Can you swing a sack of doorknobs? Can I? You're in. Here's the sack. And then I was like, you got to supply your own knobs. <laughs> oh, I'm sure Jimbo is resourceful enough to get his own doorknobs. Oh, I'm sure he is. He just steal. Uh, he would just steal yeah. the doorknobs. I feel like this vigilante group is very irresponsible. Oh, yes. They, yeah. But they're vigilantes, so they can do whatever they want without getting in trouble. Yeah. So, uh, so now they're sitting down, uh, Homer sitting down to dinner with, uh, Lisa and everybody. And, uh, Lisa mentions the group hasn't caught the burglar yet. Or no, Homer no, says, like, well, no, no. Homer's like, well, you know, we haven't caught the burglar yet, but we are branching out into other areas like literacy programs, preserving our beloved covered bridges and world domination. World domination. And Lisa's like, uh, that must be a typo. And then he goes, mental note, the girl knows too much. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, so now Homer uh, decides to go on Smartline. And yep. uh, yeah, so Kev Brock was like, well, what do you say to the uh, accusations that your group has been uh, causing more crimes than it's been preventing? Oh, Kent, I'd be lying if they, if I said my men weren't committing <laughs> crimes. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> <Ugh>. touche. <laughs> uh, and then Kent's like, well, petty vandalism like graffiti is down 80%, but heavy sack beatings are up 90%. And Homer 900%. says, well, people, or 900, unless what did that, I say, 800%? Was a, well, unless that's a mistake. No, it's 900. Okay. No, that's 900%. What did I say, 8%? Not, no, you said 90%. Oh, no, I meant 900%. Um, and Homer goes, oh, Ken, anybody can come up with statistics to prove anything. Uh, 40% of people all know, all know that. Yes, he said 40. I turned on the close captioning for that because I'm like, did he say 40 or 40? <laughs> Wait, so the close captioning like spelled out 40? Yes. No way. Yes. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to rewatch that. That's awesome. Yeah, he says 40 percent, and uh, okay, you know I, what? So for those of you guys that are listening right now, so Sunday or Monday, this is gonna yeah. be my trivia Tuesday. I'm, I'm giving you a <laughs> the answer. I'm giving you the answer right now. <laughs> this is gonna be my trivia Tuesday because I want to see uh, a how many people have listened to us, which is awesome, yeah. and b how many people actually know this answer oh god so uh uh yeah and so you know kent accuses the group of you know committing all those crimes uh that they're doing and uh so someone actually calls into the show and kent's like well we have our first caller ever because that's not this type of show because it's just supposed to be like an interview and not like anybody calling in and so um the guy on the phone asks homer if he knows who's on the phone and homer goes March, <laughs> and so uh, the, it's the cat burglar he toys with homer and he's like he's he says oh i have marge's pearls and you can hear him playing with them on the phone Yo. which then homer yells at the burglar 
uh, that he's like, oh, you have Lisa sex too. And then he's like, he like angry says that. And then he starts choking the stage manager off screen. <laughs> yeah. And then you go, fun. then you show the behind the scenes and he's strangling him. And Ken's like, Homer, Homer, this is our stage manager. He's like, oh, I'm nervous. Yeah. Nervous. No, you're angry. <laughs> um, and so then on the show, uh, the burglar tells uh, Homer and Ken that he is going to steal the world's largest cubic zirconia. And why? Homer's like, why does anyone even have that? I guess I guess I, I can see know. why Springfield would have that. Well, it's a, it's in a museum. Yeah, it's the world's largest. Yeah, but it's not like worth anything. <laughs> Probably not. So Homer vows to watch over the museum. Um, he's like, he's like, well, I'm gonna watch over the museum night and day. Unless you want to taunt me some more and tell me what time you're going to show up. <laughs> and then, like, there's this awkward pause and Homer looks at the camera. We'll be we'll be right back. Ken's like, that's my line. <laughs> <laughs> you should do that uh, one day. You should just wander out on the stage after they're done and be like, we'll be right back. Yeah, so I can get fired? No, thank you. <laughs> um, so, uh, so now we see the group. Uh, we see a couple guys on the roof, more guys on the ground. And they're watching the Springfield Museum. And on the front of the building, it says... Truth, knowledge, gift shop. Yes. Now that's a museum, and we all know Andy might be like, hey, Robert, <laughs> this is what a museum <laughs> is. Yeah, we should have almost had Andy on just for this episode, just uh, for that joke. That would have been really uh, funny. So uh, Abe, Jasper, and Malloy uh, come up to Homer and ask, uh, tell Homer that they want to help. And Homer is like, the only way to help is to set a good example by standing around and not stealing anything. So then Homer turns around for a second and Abe and Jasper are stealing <laughs> some sort of art piece, which to which Abe replies, what? We're on our break. Yeah, they're on a break. <laughs> so they're going to steal? Yes. Yes, they're going to steal. Uh, well, that's what you would do times. on your break, right? No, you eat. Oh, right. That's what you, you do on your break. You don't oh. steal art on your break. Oh, What's right. wrong with you? Right. Okay. So Skitter asks Homer if there's any sign. <laughs> and Homer's like, uh, uh, he says he'll uh, show she'll show because he's a burglar. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And they just nod at each, each other. other. Yeah. So this, this scene between Homer and Skinner outside the museum is a reference to Dragnet. That's our second Dragnet reference. Yeah. Uh, why? Because he's a burglar. Uh -huh. That's what burglars do. They show that's what, up. That's what burglars do. <laughs> uh, and so Homer watches over uh, and says the burglar will probably uh, like to get in, but he won't. Because 36 years ago, <laughs> some woman gave birth to Homer J. Oh, my God. <laughs> underage, some underage. Oh, my God. Underage kids drinking beer without a permit. <laughs> <laughs> no underage kids don't need a permit to drink it's illegal oh my god uh, but i like how i said 36 years ago some woman gave birth to homer j simpson because he doesn't uh, now this isn't the, is this the first instance of homer talking about his mom no oh of his it? mom yeah. yeah i believe so but he also got his age wrong he's 38 oh i believe he's 38 by season five no, they don't age. So he turned 36 and doesn't age anymore. No, Remember, he's, he's 30. His own age. Yeah, but he's 38 in canon. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay, I must have I, I just can't, out that. I, I, just, I just don't remember if it's after season five or before season five that he's 38. So he could be 36 in this season. But I know in a later uh, 
season, he he says he's 38. Okay, we'll have to put a pin in that and, and uh, come back to it. Yes. Um, and so... Uh, we see uh, Malloy sneaking in, and the alarm... We don't know it's Malloy! Stop telling people! <laughs> oh, they know. Okay, so they we, don't see know. The, we see the cat burglar uh, sneaking in, and I like how the uh, alarm system... Uh, it's like a light switch. Light switch, yeah. And, you know, you just can't... You normally... Uh, well, it's Springfield, mind you, but normally yeah. you need some sort of code to yeah. to turn off the alarm system. Yeah, the code for this is turn off the alarm system with a light switch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love the I love the sign on it that says alarm system. Do not turn off. Yes, because that's uh, going to stop anybody. Gonna, yep, exactly. And so uh, the burglar takes the big giant gem, and I like mm-hmm. how he sneaks past Homer, who's chugging beer. Yeah. Was it like that Nel- ro- Nelson and uh, Kearney and? No, it was just random kids. Oh, really? I don't know why yeah. I thought it was. By that. the way, this scene this scene reminds me of the scene in uh, I think it's Black Sheep. Where Chris Farley's character is oh, yeah. uh, on, caught on camera drinking beer. Now, well, granted, those I don't think those kids were underage. At least I don't remember because it's been a while I since I've like seen them. I feel like they were. Like, yeah, but like, I, yeah. I don't think that, I don't think he would have gotten in trouble that bad if they were weren't uh, underage. Yeah, but so yeah, that for some reason my mind went to that scene in uh, Black Sheep. Yeah, and so uh, <laughs> so uh, uh, headline <laughs> Zarconia Zolan. Stolen? Stolen. Stolen? <laughs> With a Z. And there's yeah. a picture of Homer passed out, surrounded by beer, and the caption, Simpson asleep at switch. And uh, I like it. Homer's like, asleep at the switch? I wasn't asleep. I was drunk. And Bart's <laughs> like, Bart's like, I believe you, Dad. <laughs> well, why wouldn't you believe him? It, there's beer cans in the picture. Yeah. And Homer says he still has a job to do, and he uh, leaves the house, and immediately the town starts throwing fruit at Homer. <laughs> I mean, more shit has been stolen in the town anyways. I don't know. Yeah. I, mean, I guess it could be Homer's fault, but I well, mean, the, I, the, I feel the, like the, it'd be the cop's fault at this point. Well, the, the well, I mean, Homer vowed to protect the Zirconia, well, he did. and he didn't. Yep. And it's the pride and joy of Springfield, apparently. Yeah. And so Jimbo comes up to the porch and empties his sack of doorknobs at Homer's feet and tells Homer that he let him down. Uh, you let down Jimbo Jones. What's wrong with you, Homer? Yeah, you can't do that. And Jimbo yeah. says he doesn't believe in nothing no more <laughs> no. and is going to law school. And Homer's like, no. <laughs> I don't believe in nothing no more, uh, which is awful English, by the way. Which so he should... does believe in more stuff. So no, he does believe in things yeah. still. Should treat him well in uh, law school. Yeah, uh, so um, Lisa comes up to Homer and uh, asks Homer if her playing the jug will help, um, <laughs> but it doesn't, and Lisa stops, and Homer's like, well, I didn't tell you to stop. <laughs> so it was helping. So Lisa's gotten good at the jug, so that's something. Yeah, yeah. so, uh, and Marge, and, and rightfully so, I'm with Marge on this, she couldn't believe how much the town loved the Zirconia. yeah. Like, I mean, who even knew it existed until today? Yeah. So, uh, so Abe comes What's over. What's the museum? It's that place that plays movies, right? Right. Yes. Okay. Um, and it has a gift shop. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And you get you can get candy and popcorn and soda and <laughs> sure. Okay. Cool. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. So uh, Abe comes over to the house. And he walks in uh, covered in food because the mop apparently decided to to 
not well you know, Lisa thinks that the mob got him yeah but Abe's like he's like no I just fell down at the big boy now so big boy is canon in Springfield apparently no a big boy is a burger restaurant yeah what but it's I... a real burger restaurant is it, it no it is a real burger restaurant but I feel but Lisa was like I thought I don't know. I thought he was like fell down at a grocery store. So like, what kind of food are they serving at the big boy? Apparently okay, fruit. I know. It's just really weird. I mean, yeah. that, I, that's just a weird reference. I it's would've... also, it's also Abe. So, you know, it's Abe. Maybe he did get fruited and he lied and said he fell down at the big boy. Yeah, apparently. Um, so uh, Abe has come over to help the Simpsons because he knows who the cat burglar is. And all the Simpsons, all the Simpsons are shocked. Yeah, they're like, "Oh my god!" And so Abe starts to gloat <laughs> yeah. about. Uh, he's like, "Oh, I'm just too old." Blah blah blah. And so the Simpsons just start to walk <laughs> away because, like, "Fine, if you're not gonna tell us who cares." Abe's like, "I'll tell you." Yeah. And he's like, "And this is where we find out which Steve so graciously ruined for all of our listeners that the cat burglar is Malloy." Well, geez, now I have to edit that out because I edited out the part where I screwed it up. Uh, the cat burglar is Malloy. There we go. Um, as as Abe uh, tells the Simpsons family, uh, and Lisa's like, "Well, how do you know, Grandpa?" And so we get a flashback with Abe talking over it, saying it started with one of his frequent one of his frequent trips to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> so Abe well, apparently likes falling down. Um. So he fa- so in the flashback we see Abe falling. And he's like, well, I noticed Malloy wore sneakers for sneaking. Uh, he's like, my next clue came when I saw Malloy using a grappling hook to get into the museum. You know, <laughs> you, know the, you know, the first thing I thought of when I saw that scene? Why are we walking like this? <laughs> oh, what is that from? <laughs> from the Clerks animated series. Oh, that's right. <laughs> when they yeah, grab yeah, up yeah, the building yeah. and they're walking. That's the first thing I thought of. I was like, <laughs> oh why, God, are we walking, why are we like walking this? like this? <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Um, and so then Abe was like, well, my final clue was when Malloy was the only person at the retirement home to have the largest cubic zirconia on his coffee table. <laughs> yeah. Boy, great detective work there, uh, Grandpa Simpson. It's hey, fantastic. Boy really likes to flaunt his uh, his uh, yeah. prized possessions. So uh, Homer's like, I could kiss you. And Abe's like, uh, he points to his forehead. And he's like, well, this still has feelings. So Homer kisses Abe and Abe just doesn't feel it. So <laughs> he lost all feeling. Aww. And so Homer goes outside and the mob starts to boo him. <laughs> he's like, I know, I know, but I know who the burglar is. And Homer says that the person trying to catch him caught the cat burglar and Skinner. Oh, so they go get Malloy. And Homer says, oh, the person trying to catch the cat. Ca- catch the- you want me God, to do I the quote? Tell- I got it. Oh, do you have the quote? Okay. I do. So, I wasn't trying to do the quote. But- so, Mr. Malloy, it seems that the cat has been caught by the very person that was trying to catch him. Skinner's like, how ironic. <laughs> I don't know how that's ironic. That's that's not ironic. The, iro- uh, the ironic thing would be that Homer was the cat burglar all along and Malloy caught him. <laughs> or is that a twist? I don't yeah, know. I don't know. It's, this isn't irony, though. And so uh, Homer, you know, actually gives, you know, you know, tells the town folk, oh, it's actually my dad, Abe Simpson. 
And so uh, Abe starts to gloat about catching Malloy and laughs before Momo's like, shut up. And Abe's like, I've had my moment. Yeah. So before we before we move on, I'd just like to yeah. mention that Malloy is guest voiced by the one and only Sam Neill. Oh. What else is he in? Jurassic Park. Oh, that's Sam Neill. Okay. That's Sam Neill, yes. Okay. So yeah. I, I thought yeah, that was kind of cool. cool. He doesn't that's really sound dope. like him, but No, no, he does not sound like it. But yeah, guest voiced by Sam Neill, so I thought that was pretty cool. So yep. Malloy returns uh, all the Springfield's uh, things that he stole. And the first thing was Selma's lock of MacGyver's yeah. hair, which uh, <laughs> she MacGyver, adds to a ball. Yes. But to so MacGyver is an is the name of a character. So did she the get the <laughs> so did she get the actor's That's, hair? That must be what it is. I'd hope so. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't know, want to know where she got all that hair from. Yep. And uh, Malloy also returns Lisa Sachs, who uh, thanks Homer for getting, who she thanks Homer for getting it back because he promised yep. to do it. And he Malloy did it. I, yep. And so I like how Malloy charms the town by apology and saying, uh, here we go. I got, I sincerely regret any inconvenience I may have caused. And although I've stolen your material goods, let me assure you, that your dear town has stolen my heart. <laughs> and then Barney is like, I think we should let him go. <laughs> and then we'll go kill some boys saying, Malloy broke the law. And when you break the law, you go to jail. <laughs> I love this so and much. And then Quimby walks in to give Wiggum his monthly kickback. <laughs> you picked the worst time. <laughs> oh my God, that is so good. I love it so much. Oh, Quimby. Uh, Quimby, man. Uh, Two episodes in a row now, uh, man. We get some Quimby action. Oh, love it. Oh, it's yep. so good. That is irony, yes. by the way. And so uh, so now we're at the prison, and yep. Homer gloats over Malloy about catching him. And Malloy said he hid millions of dollars over the years. And he asked, yep. wouldn't you like to know where I hid it? And then uh, Wiggum asks uh, where it is, and he says, it's buried underneath a big T. <laughs> and the cops and Homer slowly back away and run to get the money. And Homer runs out of the police station, like screaming all crazily, money buried underneath the big T. <laughs> Why would you run out of the station and start yelling that? The only people that knew about it were Homer, Chief Wiggum, Lou, and Eddie. Yep. Those are the only four that knew. <laughs> they could have ganged up. They could have just uh, ganged up and gone after it. But I like how, so so we find a few uh, places throughout Springfield, apparently, <laughs> that have a big T. There's yep. the Big T building. That's that shaped like a T. Like big burgers and fries on a T-shaped sign. So that was kind of weird. The T factory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big theater, um, which has, you know, it's the theater sign as a big T. And playing at the, at the theater is Ice T with Booker T in concert. Now, do you know who either of these two? Oh, uh, you know who well, Ice, know T, Ice is. T is. Do you know who Book, Booker T is? Like Booker T. Wilson? No, Booker T is a uh, WWE, well, former WWE wrestler. Oh. All and right. he was big. He was he was kind of big in the early nineties. So all right, cool. Um, and so the town, town's all frustrated. So they go back to Malloy for more information. And <laughs> Malloy's like, all right, fine. This is where the treasure is buried. 
4723 Maple Valley Road. And then he's like, oh, and then he just gives them directions. <laughs> By the way, uh, Maple Valley Road, well, that specific address does not exist. Oh, that's sad. I looked it up. I always like I always like to look up addresses from the Simpsons to see if they had. Now, I, I, I bet you the Maple Valley Road is probably a real road, but the 47, 4723 number does not exist. That's kind of sad. Yeah. Yep. So now everyone, you know, busts out of the police station because now they know exactly where they're going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Barney and Selma and Patty uh, fly. <laughs> And I like how they just fly through a giant ass <laughs> billboard. Um, duff billboard. Yes. Duff billboard. Yes. A duff billboard. And so, yes. Yeah, so the, the Springfield on the hunt for the treasure that is buried underneath a giant letter is in, it's a mad, 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 mad world from 1963. And yep. uh, this end sequence of the show parodies the star studded films style of music and uh, manic search for the money including yeah. a recreation of the scene in which Phil Silvers drives his convertible into a river. Which Bart tricks him driving <laughs> the car into a river. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you kid. Oh, I should have listened to you. <laughs> and, uh. and so Kent, obviously having no idea what's going on, Hordes of panicky people seem to be evacuating the town for some unknown reason. <laughs> and uh, turning to his in-studio guest, Professor, without knowing precisely what the danger is, would you say it's time for our viewers to crack each other's heads open <laughs> and feast on the goo inside? Mm, yes, I would, Kent. Um, going back to your early comment, maybe it does work for Fox News. Uh, anyways. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, all right. Uh, so they all get to the location and start digging. And uh, by the way, the location is a, a giant tree. Palm that tree is thing. Yeah, that is a T-shaped tree. Now, and you can't okay. see it, but I'm miming a, the letter T. So, okay. So this was obviously an address, right? Like, they gave yeah. you a physical address. So yeah. there, should there have been a house somewhere or is the maybe it was like a lighthouse i don't know maybe it was like a lighthouse or something it looked like it was off the water oh that's so weird like i feel like there should have been some sort of house the property's not yeah. a giant tree or maybe it is who knows uh, 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 who knows um so uh they start digging and um eventually i think someone was like i don't know if we're gonna find anything yeah i don't know if we're yeah. gonna find anything go clink, and they find a briefcase with a note from Malloy saying uh, that he took this time to escape from the jail. <laughs> and I like how Quibi's like, ah, keep digging. We're bound to find something. Oh, um, my God. Oh, that's, that's great. <laughs> so now they dig so far down that they can't get out, which, yep. okay, guys, put a ladder in there so that we can work your yeah. way out. And Homer suggests we'll dig our way out. Yeah. And then over the, oh my God, I've actually used this line before. Over the credits, we, go, we hear Wiggum saying, dig up, stupid. <laughs> oh God, this is this is a fantastic episode. Okay, uh, now, fi no, wait, wait, before, you, before you give your final thoughts, if you guys do want to dig up, make sure you dig in the side of the hole at an upward angle and basically tunnel your way. So you can't. So oh Homer, yeah, you can't. Homer isn't necessarily being, or Wiggum isn't necessarily being stupid, although the line sounds it. Theoretically, yeah. you could dig up. 
Theoretically. Yeah. So I love this episode. This is one of my one of my go to uh, episodes. It's just so good. Um, it is a five for me. Everything's coming up. Millhouse. My only my only nitpick with this episode is the whole chase for Malloy's money. I feel like that part could have been cut out. I understand why they did it to like, you know, they had the mad, 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 mad world reference and like it gave them a chance to escape. And obviously the town is stupid enough to fall for it. I, I felt like it was a little too like contrived. Like you could have just ended the episode with them catching Malloy and having a nice moment and just ending the episode. I don't, I feel like the back, like, two minutes of this episode were unnecessary. It's hilarious. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but it, it doesn't take away from my enjoyment. Uh, you got some great lines in here. Uh, it opens up really well. There, It's a continuous story. There's no like, oh, it starts here and then you go here and then we somehow end up here at the end. It's it's one long story, which I'll, I'll always love, or it's just like an A story. You know, Homer makes this vigilante group. And they're all bad at vigilanteism. And uh, it's great. I love it. Uh, five, everything's coming up, Millhouse. Yeah, I. Uh, it's so tough. I mean, I do love this episode. I don't know if I love it as much as you. Like the last episode that you gave a four, I, know. I gave a five. I, I Personally, I think this episode, I'm going to go with a four from Sprinkles. Okay. I, it doesn't hit the level of five for me. I, it, it's just so weird. The Caprioler thing is funny. I think of everything, the ending to me is the funniest part. I I, I think the man I man said it was world, funny. I just thought it was unnecessary. No, I think it was definitely necessary. I, I love them going after the after the the supposed treasure and and Malloy escaping. I think that's great. And I mean the opening with the burglary, it made sense, but. Like the whole TV shouldn't have been barred. I think it should have been Homer. I think. Oh, uh, you're, you're I think, being. I think the no. stamp collection. I think the stamp collection should have been barred. Um, it was barred. Oh, in his bed. In his bed. Um, the vigilante thing was kind. I mean, kind of weird. Kind of funny. Kind of weird. I don't know. I yeah. just just doesn't hit that level of five for me. But I, I there's quotable lines. Yeah. So many, so many quotable lines. But to me, that doesn't necessarily make a five episode because. A lot of these episodes, even some of the <laughs> bad ones, have very good quotable Simpsons lines yeah. and good quotable references, but just doesn't hit that level of five for me. But I'm going to go with four. Mm, sprinkles. So, um, our uh, character profile this week, we have the one and only Cat Burglar, Malloy. No last name. Nope. No last name. His, That's how you know he's a cat burglar. He doesn't yeah. have a last name. His occupation. If you ever, if he, what? His occupation, cat burglar. By the way, if you ever meet anybody with just one name, they're probably a cat burglar. All right. True fact. So uh, Cher's a cat burglar? <laughs> yes. Yes, she is. Madonna's a cat well, how burglar? Do you, well, how do you think Cher is so, stays so youthful? She steals, <laughs> she steals the youth of other people. All right. And Madonna, <laughs> Who is the other one? Madonna too? Yes, she's a cat burglar. Oh, she's a cat burglar. Okay. Yeah. Um, Groot, Groot's a cat burglar. No, he's a tree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Groot is also not a real person. Oh, okay. He's not a person. He's an alien. Right. P this only applies people. Aliens aren't people. Okay. No, this this only applies to human oh, beings. Oh, it only applies to human beings. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. 
Anyway, um, time of crime uh, steals the humble goods of Springfield while lies while they lie sleeping. Nope. Yeah, middle of the night. It's a good time for yep. Cat Burglar to go get stuff. Yep. Uh, his description: cool, suave, among the upper echelons of intelligence in Springfield residence, Springfield Retirement Castle, and the Springfield Jail. I think he kind of uh, uh, run on sentence that. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but he yeah. lives at the Springfield Retirement Castle and partially the Springfield Jail. Yep, and he's smarter than everyone. Yep. His attire, hushed black tones that scream low-key, sneakers for <laughs> sneaking, <laughs> and his hobbies, collecting, keeping zirconias <laughs> from hither and yon. And by, and collecting in quotes. Yeah, <laughs> collecting. Just one. Big, well, Just I mean, one. he might have actually collected a ton of them. We don't know. We don't know. All right, guys, that was fun. Uh, let's close it out here with our uh, where you can find us. Uh, so head over to Facebook, uh, search The Simpsons Did It Podcast, or just type in at The Simpsons Did It Pod, and you'll find us. Um, the, uh, Instagram, The Simpsons Did It Pod. Twitter, Simpsons Did It PC. And if you'd like to donate to our podcast, check us out on buymeacoffee.com backslash Simpsons Did It. Donate a few bucks here and there, and we'll uh, put your money to good use. And we'll send you stickers. Um, <laughs> and uh, other merch, hopefully, in the future. Uh, lastly, yes. check out our YouTube channel. Um, just search uh, The Simpsons Did It Podcast, and you'll find us. Uh, be sure to uh, like, subscribe, and comment on our videos. And we will respond and uh, hopefully mention it on the uh, podcast. And uh, for all of you guys who would like to give us uh, feedback voicely instead of typely, uh, be sure to call us 612-584-0986. Uh, listen to our very funny uh, voicemail by our uh, guest, Jaden LeBron. Uh, does a very awesome, awesome, crusty expression. So take a listen to that and leave us a voicemail and uh, you might be able to hear yourself on our show. So until next time, I'm Steven Skolansky. And I'm Robert Skolansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.